Some of y'all are probably like, so where the hell have you been? Um, I apologize. Okay, I do apologize. Me and my editor both, we've both been slacking. I'm going to say it, but we both got new jobs, okay? We're both trying to get this bag. You know, things have been happening. It's been a hectic time. So I will say that is contributing. But obviously, I don't want to like just come back and act like nothing happened. I don't want to come back and be like, like that TikTok or Vine sound that's like, hey, how y'all doing? And everyone's like, bitch, I didn't want to be that. So I'm, I'm going to own up and I'm going to say, yes, we've been slacking. Our apologies, but we're going to get back to it because consistency is key. You know, episodes supposed to be dropping every Friday, Saturday. Or Friday or Saturday. I still do not... Like, I still am trying to figure out. Because I think I was trying to drop them on Saturdays. But then I wasn't getting them until, like, later. So then it was ended up being Saturday. I don't know. Either way, episodes need to be dropping every week those days. And we will get better. Apologies. Apologies. That's all I can do. You know, that's all I can really do for you. However, with that being said... I'm so excited to be back. I'm excited to be filming. Like I was saying, it's been it's been a lot going on. Your girl got her big girl job. You know, insert applause noise now. Yes, I am excited. I literally just started like I'm on like day three. So very new, but very exciting. Very big things. Very big bag. I, I don't know. I'm just excited and I'm happy and I'm grateful. And yeah, I'm just really grateful because the last eight months, baby. Ooh. Ooh, let me. Let me just tell you really quick because. OK, I I really didn't want to like. Talk about like I didn't want this episode to be like a manifesting episode because I've already done one. I did say I would be doing several more in the future and stuff and get more into like law of attraction or just like, you know, different ways and different forms for it so that you guys can get kind of like a better idea of like, you know, tips, tricks, whatever. But anyways, I, I've been working at this job. Okay. I'm like trying to be so mindful because obviously like one not like I don't want to get on here and be you know no one wants to sit on like sit around and be like talking shit you know I don't want to do that because and the thing is is like I like the people I worked with but it's just other things that I don't know long story short I left a job and then was like, supposed to have another job. Let's say the other job fell through. So then I was already leaving this other job. Things were already done. So I got a new job. And I've been working at this job. It, it, I had a contract, but let's just say I've been working longer than the contract. And 
the entire, the entire time that I've been working at the other job, I was still looking for other jobs because I just want the best. Sorry, I'm not settling. I'm not 14, 15 years old where I can just get this job, make a little money, you know, do this for the next few years and then switch it up or whatever. I, I just can't do that. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm 25 is right there um, for me. So I don't know. I'm, I'm applying a little bit of pressure to myself. Not too much. I'm not applying the whole like, you know, get married next month and have five kids. And I'm not pres- like doing all of that. But I just do feel like I'm just at the point in my life where like I want a stable career or I just want like, I want something good enough. I don't want, I know not every job is going to be perfect. I know that, but I just don't want to waste time at another job. If I know that's not where I want to be for a while and that I'm going to end up moving, you know, I just don't want that. So I worked at this job because, you know, bills were due. Things needed to be paid. Okay. Things needed to be done. So I, financially responsible Brittany was like you're gonna stick this out and lord did she stick it out I mm, it's just been a long the whole first half of the year like literally has just been long <laughs> like long and quick at the same time because the fact that like you know spooky season is here so excited so excited But the fact that that happened so fast is concerning. Like, what the hell? Why is time going by so fast? However, just like people know, like, you know, if you're watching a bad movie or you're in a bad relationship or you're, you know, at a bad job or at the worst class ever that you have to take, time goes by slow. Like, when you're in it, it's like, bruh, are you sure we haven't been here for, like, 15 hours? Like, I know I work eight hours. But it really, something's wrong. Because this time is really going by slow. But then it's like, the second you clock out of work and get in your car and, like, do things you want to do in your life, it's like, oh, like, weekend's over. I just blinked. And the weekend's over. Okay, great. And at the job that I was working at, it was just long. I'm not going to go into detail or anything like that's just unnecessary, but your girl been struggling and like mentally it's been a roller coaster. Like I've been good, like as in like I have been good when it comes to like my, my health and well-being, like I've been good, you know, um, like I had a few little towns I was sick, whatever the fuck, but I've been good. It's just when it comes to like, just like the sh- random shit happening or you know it's just been like what the fuck like why uh it's just been a lot so with that combined with just not ever wanting to go in and clock in for my job even though like I literally didn't have to every day just those two feelings on top of each other was a lot and the entire time that I was at this job, you know, I was looking for jobs, blah, blah, blah. And it's weird because like everywhere is hiring, but like nowhere's hiring. You know what I mean? Everywhere is like, please, we need you. We need you. And then it's like the second you submit an, <laughs> a resume, it's like 
crickets, literal crickets. And I have talked about this with multiple people, like family, friends, coworkers, everyone. Like, and we've talked about how it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how are how do y'all need some people so bad? But y'all don't want to set up an interview. <laughs> but y'all don't want to start the process. Like, make it make sense. So that I've been dealing with that for a minute and like I yes I was getting job opportunities but they were like shit you know I'm not so sorry like I feel like it's illegal for anyone to be getting paid like $15 an hour or lower I mean if we're being honest I can go higher than that but like you know what I mean I'm not gonna sit here like the only places that were calling me back were places where they were like oh great like yeah she looks like a great worker so yeah we can we can get you started the pay will be 50 <laughs> I'm like, what? One place at 12. I, I was like, is that illegal? Is that illegal? Is $12 just $12 an hour for a full-time job? I was like, is that illegal? How the fuck can anybody survive in this economy, in this world, with anything less than fucking 20? Like, let's be honest. Shit is so expensive. So, yeah, I mean, I was getting offers, but I'm picky. You know, your girl... Your girl knows what she wants and she's going to get it every single time. And that comes with every aspect in life. Like I just, I mean, obviously it's taken me a lot of time and experiences and trial and error to get to this mindset and this space. So I'm not going to just say it like it's like, yeah, I just woke up like this. No, I didn't. It took a while. Um, But yeah, I'm at the point now I can comfortably say that I know exactly what I want, like career wise, relationship wise, friendship wise, family wise. (laughs) I sound like I said family wives. You know, I I feel bad for y'all sometimes listening to this because my country accent comes out bad. And then I talk really fast sometimes. And I know some of y'all be like, huh? Subtitles, bitch. But for those that understand, appreciate you. Anyway, anyways, anywho, yeah, I, I'm very picky. So I had, you know, my eye on the target and I just was not settling. And like something like my intuition, like my gut, God, spirit, God, guardian angels, whatever, everything, all of them, honestly, like just kept telling me like, don't settle. Like, I don't know. Like, don't settle. Like, you know what you want. So just keep going for it. And yes, like there was times, there was days where I was like, I'm not coming back to this place. And of course me the next day, Hey, good morning. Because you know, we got to get that bag. We got to get that bag. Okay. And we can't be unprofessional. All right. I know y'all, a lot of the younger generation and my generation too, probably like are doing the whole ghost quitting thing. Like, come on. Like, I know, trust me, I know, I know. I've been working literally since I was 13, 14 years old because I wanted that bag and I'm going to continue to get that bag. But y'all got to be professional now because you're the first one to put that little job on that damn resume. And then you try to get that new job if you want to. They're like, okay, referral, ring-a-ling-ling. And then when they call up, your ex-manager, Sandra, even if she was a bitch or not, like, if you ghost quit, you, you don't think her ass is going to tell you that? And then you're like, why can't I find a job? I'm like, mm, could be that, could be that, could be other things, but could be that. And I've just been 
at the point where like every single time I would get a job opportunity, if it was not everything that I wanted, like I was just like, don't settle. And I feel like that's a test too with like manifesting. Like I will say right now, like the job I have, I manifested to a T. But I think when it comes to anything that you want or manifesting, you know, what whatever it is that you want, praying, manifesting, whatever you, you want to call it. The universe is going to test you and they're going to give you like something that has like 75 percent of what you want. Sometimes they'll give you something that has like 90 percent of what you want, but they just want to see if you really want that 100 percent. Like if you really want what you are saying that you want. In my experience, this is what I feel and know. So that's something that I've been dealing with for a long time. But especially when it comes to this job, like I was getting so like I was just getting no offers. Then I would get all these offers, but they were shit. Then I would get like one random offer and it was kind of close to what I want. But it was like, girl, you know, this, this and this. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. So then I waited more. I waited more. And, you know, I've not always been the most patient person. I'll confidently say I especially as a kid, like I was like, girl, who got time? Who got time to wait? Not me. I need this shit now. And I've obviously known and grown and realized that that's not the way in life. And that also is always worth waiting for at the end. Most of the time when you do rush stuff, it's not what you want, even if it's like disguised exactly how you want it. Just not how it is. So I was patient. I was a good girl. And I got it. And it's, I mean, okay, yeah, I just started and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want to, you know, like, oh, it's everything. And the next week I'm like, bruh. But it really is like everything that I've been asking for. Like, it ticks every single box. Like, I had certain standards and things for myself and for my new career. And I told myself, like, okay, well, you got to wait until you get A, B, C, and D. Don't, don't settle for no A and C. Don't settle for just the B. You need to have all box ticked. Like all boxes need to be ticked because if you don't, like it's just, you're not going to be happy in the end. And why would I just settle for one of these other random jobs? And then it's like, what? I could either stay in that job way longer than I want to and then end up in square one again. Yeah, I didn't want to end up back in square one. I just wanted to kind of just wait for, you know, my box ticked. And then of course, I mean, if I have certain boxes that I want ticked and let's say, okay, I start this job, everything's perfect, you know, cause they took all my boxes. It doesn't mean that like, I'm going to be living a perfect life. Everything's good now, whatever, like all as well, because yeah, some of the boxes you have, as we've all experienced, you know, they'll be ticked, but it's like, you end up being like, dang, I kind of didn't want that ticked. Or I kind of should have got this tick as well or whatever, you know, not everything's perfect. Not every, you know, you have to experience things in life to really figure out if it's for you or not. And, you know, that's what I'm doing now, but it still is just crazy. Like my new job has like this crazy, crazy view from the office. And I was eating lunch today, just like sitting, just looking, just looking around. And you could see like the whole city was so nice. And I was just like, I really manifested this job to a T. 
like to a T. And I'm so proud of myself because there were so many times where I was like, bro, fuck this other job. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say yes to this job or I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to, there were times, like there were so many times where I felt like that, but I knew deep down, like just keep pushing because it's going to be so worth it in the end. It's going to be so worth it. So I kept telling myself that and I kept like, even I had a discussion with my mom. Mama can vouch for me, but I talked to her in August. We were on the phone and I was driving home and I was just talking about like, I think I just had a shitty day. And so I was telling her about it because the of course, what else am I going to do? So I was telling her all the like gossip at work. And she also did not like me working there. Like she was like, <laughs> I was going to say something. She was just like, yeah, you just need something way more better and professional. And I was like, okay, yeah, I know. I already know that. That's why I'm looking. But she already kind of wasn't fucking with the vibe either. And I remember on this call specifically, I was like, I know I have to be patient because September's when I'm going to get this new job. I feel it. I just know it's going to be September. I just feel like September's going to be the time. And I won't have to worry about this anymore. So I just have to keep pushing and staying in my lane and getting work done and getting paid until that new job. And she was like, okay, like, you know, why September? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know. It, I, it's just September. And I'm just, that's just what's going to happen. And she was just like, okay, well, you know, at the end of the day, I think you should stick it out as you should, you know, obviously better that than to, you know, quit and then be looking, you know, <laughs> looking, no baby, being broke because you're like jobless, which I have multiple jobs, but still, still, you know, main income, we need that to be steady, stable. We need stability. So yeah, we were just talking about that and it was hilarious because I kind of forgot that I said that. I say a lot. I need to be careful though, because like, I really feel like I'm on some that's a raven psychic shit sometimes because I really be calling shit like exactly how it is. And it kind of scares me sometimes, like sometimes not scares me in like a bad way, but sometimes I'm just like, Ooh, spooky. Cause I don't believe coincidences are real. Like coincidences aren't real. This whole world, everything happens for a fucking reason. Whether it's you spill your fucking coffee this morning. I, I don't know the reason. But down the road, we'll, we'll fucking see the reason. I don't know. I just do believe that. Call me crazy. I don't care. But I forgot about it. And I started the new job. I was telling her about it. And she was like, you know, it's funny because I remember when you called me, you were like, yeah, September is going to be it. And I won't have to worry about it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, September, like, like, just why, why were you so specific? Like, I felt and she was like, yeah, like I was thinking about that. And look, like you literally got, I got the interview for that job on like the 13th. Like I, and that's the thing I've been putting my resume out and applying and applying and applying. This job reached out to me. And I said that I was, every time I would say my affirmations or I would meditate or anything, pray, I always said, like, I will be the application that stands out. Like, I will be the one qualified for that job. Like, not y'all bitches. <laughs> like, I will be qualified and I'll get that job. And they literally reached out to me 
the like 13th for an interview. I think I did the interview like the 16th or 17th. Got the job, like got the call back the like 18th, 19th, something like that. Did the whole, like accepted the job, put in my two weeks, did the whole onboarding process and literally started the job like the last week of September. A motherfucking men. Oh my God. Like, so happy. Like, let's just, woo, go Brittany, go Brittany. I know. Thanks, you guys. I really deserve it because it's been, it's been rough. Okay. Rough. And I deserve it. And I wanted it and I got it. Okay. What it, whatever Ari said, whatever Ari said, but yeah, I had to bring that up because I told y'all manifesting is real. I don't, I literally don't give a fuck what else like you think if you think it doesn't like for me, it works, bitch. I don't know. Maybe you just <laughs> suck or something. No, I'm just kidding. But no, like that shit is just, it's just crazy. I shocked myself. I've always been able to meditate. I'm <laughs> meditate. What the fuck are you talking about, Brittany? I've always been able, like, no, I haven't been able to meditate. Meditating's hard as fuck. And now I actually kind of got the gist and I'm grateful. But like, what I was trying to say is, is that I've always unintentionally manifested, like as a kid, like to the smallest things, manifested a lot as a kid. But like I said in the other episode, which you need to check out if you haven't checked out already, um, I was a kid, like, I didn't know what manifesting was. Like, you know, I didn't know there was a whole concept, law of attraction, science behind it. I didn't know any of that. Like, I just was like, ooh, clinky dink, like, and called it a day. And it would happen often, but I was just like, it's just so crazy how these coincidences happen. Like, girl, no, maybe you just have a strong intuition. Like, maybe you just can easily speak shit into existence. And it just still amazes me. Like, it just still amazes me. At the age of 24, it still amazes me how how like I can man like just down to the detail like down to the fine print like I just I don't know but from learning I've realized you have to be specific like you come on what did I say you don't want 75% you want 100 so I think because I've been so with aware of that for the last like year where like it's like no like girl say what it is (laughs) say what it is that you want you want a job okay what type of job you want a man what type of man you want a girl what type of girl I, I don't you know you gotta think about it like think about if it doesn't matter what religion you believe in it really doesn't or if you're religious or not religious it does not matter I do not care because Ooh, sorry. I do not care because at the end of the day, we're all people like, why am I going to try to force anything down your throat? Why are you trying to force anything down my throat? Like, why can't we just live on a, on this planet? Like, as long as you're not hurting me, I'm not hurting you, period. It is what it is. So I'm not trying to get religious, but I'm saying because obviously I'm Christian. Think about if you were God, like, and imagine God, like taking orders, you know, that's just how you can look at it. Look at your manifesting, look at your prayers. If that's what you 
you know, like to do whatever it is, look at it like you're someone's taking your order. If you're sitting there like, all right, what's up, God? How you been? Good, good. So I want a boyfriend. Like you hear those crickets, God's going to be like, okay, like just any, okay. I mean, anyone that's easy. (laughs) That's easy as fuck. Who you like? There was a man that just robbed the gas station and he is single and he kind of looks like your type. Let's just bring him in. Like you just got, I don't know. That's like a cool way to think about it. If it, if it helps, if it helps anyone is like, look at it. Like you're taking an order. Like some people are so specific with their order. However, guess what? Nine times out of 10, unless they're at like a shitty place, which, you know, we're talking about God in the universe. So they're on, they're on our side. Okay, so this is like a five star restaurant in the realm. If you're over there ordering, like, be specific. I want a cheeseburger, medium well. I'll need onions on it. I need no tomatoes. Fuck tomatoes. Side comment fuck tomatoes. Just fuck tomatoes. I don't know why I don't like tomatoes like that. I can eat tomatoes and pasta and stuff, like, if it's mixed in. Or like on pizza, salt, like, you know, shit like that. No problem. But like just to eat a tomato, like in a salad, like just to haunt or like on a burger or I just can't. Sorry. Sorry to fucking ketchup, tomato, whatever the fuck. I'm just, I don't know. And I like ketchup. I just, just a tomato. Like I live in the South, y'all. People eat tomato sandwiches. With like salt and pepper, like disgust okay i don't look if you eat that i'm not calling you disgusting i'm just saying it it, for me it feels like a disgusting thing for me to do not you for me to do and i'm sorry i just went on a rant about tomatoes i just really need to vocalize that opinion because if anybody else is with me bro fuck tomatoes anyways tell god what you want tell universe what you want Allah, whoever you believe in, you got to just pray for the things that, and I'm not saying like, like, you know, don't just sit there and be like, I need a Louis bag, you know, be grateful for everything that you have. Every time I manifest stuff, like I do show appreciation for what I have, because you always have to do that. You can't just talk about how you want a new car and like every single day. And it's like, you're not even grateful for the car that you have. Cause if something happens to that car that you have, even though you want that, whatever Rolls Royce, whatever, it's like, mm, funny how things happen so always be grateful I'm not I feel like sometimes people look at you know when you say you want to manifest stuff or whatever as like oh my gosh you're being so greedy like and it's like look yeah there are greedy people if you want to be selfish like there are people out here that are like that like yeah there's people that probably just pray for you know other people's downfall and pray for all the materialistic shit that doesn't matter because at the end of the day even though it's nice like look i'm a bougie girl i like nice things i do but am i gonna like cry die kill or something like like for a purse or something no like that person, what the fuck? I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take the Birkin in my next life as much as I would love to, as much as I would love, you know, whenever I'm like a hundred years old <laughs> and I'm crossing over to the next life, it would be, it would be a bad bitch thing to do to have the Birkin. Like, imagine you just see your ancestors, 
God and all them, and you're just stepping out like, hey, like maybe they maybe they'll play your favorite song. Who knows? Who fucking knows? It would be great to step out with that Birkin bag. But baby, we're not stepping out with it. We're not driving the Rolls Royce over the rainbow into the sky. I don't think I don't know. I don't th- those things are going to stay right here. <laughs> if our body has to stay right here, bitch, that's just going to stay here. So, yes, there are people that do do that and whatever. Do you? I don't know. The fuck. But for people that do like want to manifest stuff, but maybe they have a fear, you know, they have like what do they call it, like religious guilt or whatever, because baby, do I know? Like, you know, where they just make you feel bad for fucking being a human. They're like, oh my God, you're horny. You're going to hell. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought everyone got horny. Or it's like, you're gay. Go ahead. Like, bruh, shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. Because unless you're going to call God on speed dial and I'm going to hear from his mouth, I don't want to hear none of your shit. And that's really how it needs to be. That's really just how it needs to be. Like, this saying 1504, stop with the, stop trying to force people to do shit that they don't want to do. Just stop. Like, and I mean that only in the way of if you're not hurting or harming anybody. Of course, if you're harming or hurting somebody, like, yeah, call, I don't know. Call police, call God, call the government. I don't know, because whatever. But, like, that shit is just crazy. Like, it just really is weird. And I'm only saying it because, like, I grew up around that shit. And it's not because my family was like that, because they weren't. Like, they weren't the ones that were just like, read the Bible every day, sit down, read your Bible. <laughs> do your homework read your bible <laughs> watch a movie read your bible after like i didn't have to grow up in like a very like toxic shove it down your throat religious family thank god um i do both have like both of my mom and my dad are like religious like they both you know have a close relationship with god whatever but i didn't grow up in that but like i saw it so much because i live in the bible belt okay the bible belt baby it ain't for the week. <laughs> They're vicious. And that always is what got me like uncomfortable as a kid going to church and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I was scared of church. And if anyone's been to a black church, were you not scared? Were you not like, what the fuck? Y'all doing backflips? They got a step team. That shit is overwhelming as fuck. For an adult. So, but, you know, as an adult, you can kind of process your emotions. You can kind of be like, okay, you know, they're just, they're happy. They're, they're happy as hell right now to be serving God. Amen to it. But as a kid, you're like, what the fuck? What is happening? Why? They're acrobats. We've been here for five business days. I have not eaten. My sugar's dropped. I love God. I do. But like, is this necessary? Like, I don't know. As a kid, it was, it was a lot. And like I said, it's just, if you know, you know, I can't explain it any other way. If you know, you know, if you've been to a Southern black church, you know, the culture behind it. And I'm not saying the culture is like terrible. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm talking about my perspective when I was a kid from what I experienced and why I'm the way I am now. So as a kid, you know, there was a church we used to always go to 
And I never, I was, one, I was scared because of all that. Like when people were shouting, I was so scared when people would shout. Terror. Like it's, my sister tried to bring it up not long ago. And I like just could laugh now, but I was like, no, I was scared because I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. If anyone else just knows, then I get it. I don't, because I don't know how to explain this without it sounding offensive because I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm not trying to say like, you know, shouting's fake. I'm not trying to say none of that. Honestly, I'm just trying to talk about my experience and how I processed it. And it was just scary. Like it was just scary because you're seeing adults who are normally like, you know, like they're chill, well-mannered, you know, out in public. And then it's like, there's loud music like you know uh, the music was good you know they got that beat they was fucking it up on that tambourine but then you see people like screaming and shouting and crying you're like why are they crying like are they okay are they hurt these were just how like what I was thinking while this would would happen like what the fuck and then it's also like when you would see someone that like like, if I saw somebody that was, like, in the choir that was, like, a family friend, they were nice. Or if I sat near, like, a family friend or whatever, and then they would shout, I'd be like, oh, my God, what's happening? That's just how I was because I was like, this is overwhelming as fuck. Like, I don't know whether they're happy or sad, and it's kind of weird. Now, there was an incident at one of the churches we went to as a kid, and this part is kind of, like, foggy. Like, I don't remember if I was, like, more younger or, like, a little bit more older. But this is, like, another reason why, like, I just kind of, I don't know. Like, I just kind of looked at, I feel like this is what changed my perspective when it comes to, like, religious and, like, church. And, you know, just how people should try to tell you how, like, you need to praise or support, you know, someone or something and stuff. But there was a church that we went to where... You know, they'll bring around the either a hat or basket, bucket, whatever, you know, whatever your church wanted to do. But they'll bring it around for offerings. You know, people put money in it, whatever. Now, one of the churches we went to, they found out that, like, basically none of the money was going to the church. But I was like... In my, like, what, I don't know how old I was, probably, like, seven, eight. In my seven or eight-year-old mind, I was like, did y'all really think the money was going to this church? Because we are in the same barely air-conditioned church that was built in 1914. So... Like y'all talking about the improvements, we ain't seen no improvements. Like I'm only seven to eight. I don't know how old, how many years I went to the church. I don't fucking remember because I don't remember exactly what age I was when like the whole tea spilled. But yeah, I was like, I mean, y'all shocked. Like if if there's a lot of money in them buckets when it's passing around, I see some twenties, some hundreds, some fifties. There's a lot of stuff in there, and every Sunday. Mm-mm. But, but I'm like, also, like, is it a coinciding that, like, the pastor has, like, a new car? <laughs> like, no one sees this. I was just, I don't know. So seeing that as a kid, that kind of just was like, wait a minute. Because you're, you know, you're supposed to be like, okay, you know, 
church is, you know, the home of God, Jesus, you know, you're supposed to be respectful, dress your best, pray, whatever, you know, that's just like a sacred place, whatever. And that's for all religions, you know, have like temples or churches, things like that. So I was just like, you know, I would think, you know, I was a kid, innocence, innocence. That was before that innocence was ripped away. I was like, you know, of course people would be having manners in God's home. <laughs> like, this, like, this is his house. Y'all know how to act. Just like if we were at grandma's house, y'all know how to act. Well, they did not know how to act. And it was kind of distraught. Like, I remember hearing it being like, oh, hell, <laughs> hell, you're going to hell. Because that's what I was taught. That's what I was taught. I just remember being shooketh and not really knowing like, whoa, I can't like, I don't know. It really did put in me like, I can't trust church either. Maybe that's where the trust issues really happened. Cause I was just like, wow. I mean, they can lie and still in the church. Then like, they can do that anywhere. <laughs> like anyone can do it. And it was a lot. It was a lot to process. Um, we changed churches and stuff and, you know, then it got to the point where, you know, we got older and we just didn't really go every Sunday. But I will say, like, there was a lot of just toxic shit happening. And like I say, I like I say it as a joke, but this is what I mean when I say, like, I say stuff and I try to be funny. But it's like, no, you're dead ass serious. Or like, you'll say something. I'll say something to try to be funny and it'll actually happen. And I'm like, oh, so, and this is why I'm trying to be, like, careful with what I say. But like, when I say I see through the bullshit. I see through the bullshit. <laughs> and it started as a kid. It started then because I just was like, this doesn't really make sense to me. How does it make sense to all you adults? Very much like, how is it that I'm a kid and I'm kind of like seeing through the bullshit, but y'all 50, 60, 70, whatever. And y'all aren't very weird, very questionable. But Seeing things like that is just, it does, like, have a kind of uh, different perspective on your, you know, like, I guess, religious journey. Like, I could have decided and been like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, it's just a mistake. But that's not the first incident, like, you know, that's happened at a church. Like, I've heard of other churches around here doing very disgusting, inappropriate things. If you kind of get my gist, you know, I don't want to say it, but I don't know. I just... It was weird because growing up in the Bible Belt in the South, obviously, like, religion's not supposed to be taught. But it kind of is. Like, it kind of is in a way because it's like religion shouldn't be taught in school. However, we still say, like, the Pledge of Allegiance, which still implies religion. Um, There's still... You know, I, in my school, you know, there were still teachers, teachers that were religious, you know, Christmas, you know, talk about Christmas, but also talking about Christ and Christmas, you know, like, I don't know. It was weird. It was like, it was like going through like, it was like the lines in between, like we can't teach religion, but like, we're also going to kind of like talk about it all the time and like, they're going to can't say that we teach it we can't say that we it was just weird so there was a lot of like stuff like that that happened and I just felt like it was uncomfortable because as a kid I was even like so to be a Christian you have to be 
this is literally my perspective as a kid. So literally anyone that's starting to type comments or anything, shut the fuck up. Just stop. Just waste. Don't don't waste the movement because this is literally my thought process as an eight year old. And my 24 year old ass is not going to fucking be like, oh, I'm going to blame my eight year old self. She had a lot of growing to do. But as from my perspective as a kid was as a, to be a Christian, like you had to be good, like you had to be a good girl, like you had to be innocent. You know, you probably should wait till marriage. You need it to be respectful. You need to be kind. You need to help others. You know, it was it was all that good stuff. Then this is when it started getting confusing. This is when I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, who are you? Like, what's happening? Because then it was like, okay, so I can be all this stuff. I can be nice. I can be kind, but I can't be kind to people that believe other religion. And then I can't be kind to people that love the same sex or that look or dress different. I have to like kind of be rude to them. But like also it's okay because if I'm rude to them, it's not, it's me doing God's work and it's me trying to make them become Christian so that they're doing the right thing too. Like you see how that like kind of sounds like what the actual fuck it is what the actual fuck. And when I started seeing that stuff is when I started being like, okay, wait, 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 I don't, this don't make no sense. Like not saying Christianity doesn't make any sense, but it was just like the persona, the, how, how some of them y'all we be acting is not okay. Let's just, I'm just going to say it. Sorry. It's just not. And I think what it was, was when you get into elementary school, like when you're young, young, it's, you know, I don't know. I didn't really see any bullying like that. Um, But it's like when you get older, you know, when people start hitting puberty and shit, when people are like 10, 11, 12, like that's when niggas start wilding. And I think that was the time where people would be calling people gay like, that was when that happened. Like, that was the first time where I was like, what does that mean? Like, y'all know what that means? And then I'm pretty sure I asked someone. I think I asked an adult because, you know, I needed to know. And they were like, oh, it means be happy. I was like, okay, period. I'm gay, too. We're all gay. Yes. Gay, gay, gay. And then it was like, oh, no, no, no. Y'all are talking about something else. And it was a period. Like, there, like when I found out what gay meant, it was like a period. As in, as in, gay meaning happy. Like, when I found out that gay meant happy and I asked, like, a teacher or whatever. Because they are probably just like, oh, honey. No, it just, it means happy. And I was like, really? Because I was like, I don't know. It didn't seem like they were saying it in, like, a nice way. And then I remember the teacher literally pulled up, like, a dictionary or something where literally it's like, gay glee happy like whatever and I was like oh okay period like she knows what she she showed me the receipts she knows what she's talking about educated queen she's a teacher period so like that's what it means and I remember there was like two or three weeks that went by where I literally literally like I, I didn't I don't know why I wasn't curious enough to be like you know let me go on the computer and be like gay <laughs> like I don't know but there was like a good two three weeks where I really thought just gay meant that you were happy And then I think another incident happened again where someone called someone gay. And I was like, and they were like, shut up. I was like, what? He's just saying you're happy, girl. Like, dust it off. Dust off the haters. (laughs) 
<laughs> they were like, what? I was like, gay means you're happy. They were like, yeah, but that also means that you kiss boys or something. Because we were nine. We were like 10, 11. I don't even fucking know. We were in t- children. Our brains were not fully developed. And I was just like, what? Like, so, so gay has a few meanings. That's now it's making sense. And yeah. And then that's when I started realizing like, oh, okay. Like that's when people started like calling people gay for fucking no reason. Like kids are just stupid. Like just don't even, don't even listen to those fucking kids. Because like the insults don't even fit. Like it'll be like someone trying to tie their shoe and they'll be like, you're gay. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? What does my shoelaces have to do with my sexuality? Also, I'm a child. So what sexuality, bitch? We're literally just coloring and fucking learning like nothing all day. So like what's happening? So yeah, that was the time I was like, oh, okay. Like people are kind of, you know, saying this in like a rude way. And I've never stood up for bullying. I'm gonna just say that. I'm going to just say that loud and clear. And I'm going to make sure my kids are the same. I just was like, you're, what you're not about to do is put someone down in front of me. You better, you don't need to do it, but it better not be in front of me because I'm going to take up for whoever the fuck, even if I don't like them, because I'm, I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> Six years old. I'm a bad bitch. Like, you, you don't understand. But... Yeah, I remember, like, that's when I was like, okay, wait, people are saying this in, like, a bad way. And then that's when I started paying, like, more attention to, like, you know, hearing things, like, around, you know, like, at the cookout, you know, like, hearing things, like, on TV and teachers. You know, that's when you start, I feel like, really kind of hearing and being, like, more influenced by the things around you and the people around you. And that's when it just didn't make sense because then I was like, okay, well gay means this you know someone who is happy and it can also mean you know someone that likes the same sex but why if god this was my mindset if god is supposed to be like a you know a real chill dude or woman or person i don't know who really knows if they're supposed to be this chill person and they're so forgiving and welcoming and they'll forgive us for our sins and they bless us when we do good, then like, why would they be so mean towards like a group of group of people? Or why would he want, I think that's when it transitioned was like, why would he want or she, like I said, I don't know, like who really knows what God is? Who knows? Have you seen him? Who knows? Have you seen them? Who knows? But I was like, well, if this is a person that's, or a thing that's, you know, really welcoming and forgiving and everything, I don't think that they would want someone to be bullying them. I don't think they would want someone to be making them feel uncomfortable or not welcomed or torturing them or killing them or assaulting in many different ways it just did not make sense I just think the I think the older I got the more it just wasn't clicking in my head how the whole like forced 
aggressive religion thing was. Because it's so common here. It, like, obviously, <laughs> it's the South. That's, like, you know, everyone knows. Like, very conservative. Um, and just me fucking walking around with my parents, like, got stares. Because, you know... I'm mixed, so of course, you know, walking with my dad somewhere, walking with both my parents or anything, you know, um, never had anything crazy happen, but still, it just, when you're different, like that, like, I felt like I could relate in the sense of being different because it was like the fly in the milk, like, I grew up in a predominantly white town, um, that cheered, you know, since I was three, all the way up until I was like 17, 18, whatever, so those were things that I love to do and my parents instilled in me, you know, never ever to like give a fuck about what anyone else has to say or let anyone rain on your parade. Yeah, like you may be the only black girl or one of two, three, whatever, um, colored, literally, shall I say, person on like a team, but it never, like they never made me think or whatever, that it was okay for me to let someone stop me or make me feel, me feeling different stop me. Um, which, appreciate your mom and dads. Uh, but I think having that, I just kind of realized, like, okay, well, you know, this is also, you know, like, being gay or being a different religion, whatever. I was like, these are all things where, at least here where I'm from, you know, isn't like the most welcomed thing. And these are also people that feel like outcasts, if that makes sense. So it made me kind of sympathize, you know, for anyone that was different, like no matter what you looked like, how you talked, how you walked, who who you did. I just always have been like, why would that concern me? God makes everyone different. Like, who the fuck wants to look like clones? Not me. <laughs> that's for sure. And I don't know. I feel like that's kind of what helped me be more aware of being like, okay, this isn't okay. Like, just, I can say, like, yes, I was raised Christian. I am Christian. I feel like I'm a spiritual Christian, is what I like to say, because I am very spiritual as well. Um, and I would, because of how society is and labels people and how society also looks at Christianity because of, you know, the past and things that have happened and things that continue to happen. I was just more like, yeah, like, I think it's okay for me to say, yes, I, like I have Christian beliefs and values. However, like, I do not agree with this, this, and this. Because, you know, if you're God and you really make, like, why would you make someone and hate them? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, why am I going to, if I'm a factory making dolls, why am I going to make a whole bunch of gay dolls and be like, fuck these dolls. <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, as long as you're a good person, which means you're not out here being harmful or for, towards you, yourself or anyone else, whatever. Like, you're a good person. Like, for me, I was like, you know, I was God. Like, you get a ticket to heaven. 
right? Like, why not? Because you like to fall in love with people that are the same sex or you like to fall in love with, you know, a person with a different race. How the, like, no. If my calculations are correct, and if Jesus was really from Egypt, I doubt he was whitewashing things, you know? And then it's like, you would sit down and think, you're like, okay, well, who would? Why? Oh. And it's like, yeah, like, let's look at history. Let's look at history. Go open that book. And not the one in school, bitch, because they don't teach you shit. Go do your own research. Do your own research and really learn about some things. But... Yeah, I mean, it was an eye-opening experience for me, I feel like. I think that's why it's changed my perspective. However, you know, there's people that are the complete opposite because they've been known that their whole life and they've been taught from their parents and their grandparents and this person that, you know, you can't date outside your race. You can't date the same sex. That's wrong. Billy, you're going to go to hell because you cannot be out here kissing boys when you're a boy. Like, yes, those are, they're very much are people out here that are like, yeah, period, grandma, period, period, Mimi, Mima, <laughs> because that's what they were raised in. That's what they think is okay. Um, but I, I just think when you're a kid, it's very, very easy for you to be influenced with things and thoughts. But of course, as a kid, you know, you're a sponge, you're absorbing, you know, everything from your environment. So Yes, you can have very problematic, you know, beliefs and, you know, all of that stuff when you're a kid, when you're like, okay, I know this because this is all I was taught. This is all I know. This is all I heard. So I get that. And that's why I say, you know, like, you know, kids aren't taught homophobia. (laughs) They aren't taught, or I'm sorry, what I meant to say is that kids are taught homophobia and racism they don't come out homophobic or racist and I think just as an adult once you become an adult once you start not even an adult like even you know a teenager or you know preteen once you really start having like a conscience well no yeah because when you're even when you're a preteen and unfortunately even when you're a teenager like you're a baby at the end of the day Yeah, like, let's just drive by loud as fuck. But definitely when you're an adult, I think that's just a time for all of us to kind of reevaluate ourselves and find ourselves. Um, Not saying, like, you know, something's wrong with you or whatever. It's just that you want to have time and space and stuff for yourself so that you can really determine and feel like, What is it that I believe? What is it that I want? What is it that I really do agree with and what I really don't agree with? And yeah, like I'm I'm not really trying to even get political with this episode. Everyone's beliefs are different and they have their own reasons for what they believe. So that's that. But for those that are just like, oh, this is what I was raised at all. I'm like, okay, you're 27. (laughs) You're 20 fucking seven, bitch. You've had plenty of time to like do your own research and really figure out, you know, I'm just, yeah, my parents were this. So that's why I'm, I'm like, okay, let's stop. So that's something that I did growing up, kind of just realizing like, okay, what do I agree with? And what do I not agree with? 
And I think that's kind of allowed me to be way, way, way more opened. Being down, I'm telling you, like, the South can really close your mind up. Like, like you could be so close-minded. Like, the people I run into every day, it's crazy. I'm like, what fucking world are y'all living in? Because it's not this one. And as much as y'all want to believe, and as much as y'all want to think, that this world is going to be back to the 19 fucking forties, you know, where these people are on top, these people are on the bottom. We got all the money and they don't, they can fucking whatever the fuck, as much as y'all want to believe that that's going to happen again. And that is happening now. It is so fucking not happening. It is. So let me be the one to tell you the world is growing. And yes, there's a whole bunch of other shit that we need to be concerned about as well. You're so concerned about two boys holding hands, two girls kissing. Bitch, what about the aliens? What about COVID? Let's really look at the fucking real shit that we should be worried about. Let's stop. Like, how is it that this person wearing a hijab or whatever is bothering you, bitch, that much? You're that bothered? You're that fucking bothered? When a fucking alien could just abduct your ass, which you would probably be the test dummy anyways, let's be honest. Abduct your ass in a second. Then what? Because I bet you if that person at hijab walked fucking by or that couple, whatever, interracial couple, gay, whatever the fuck. If they walked by your ass when you're about to get abducted and you needed help. What you're going to do? What are you going to do, Kenny? What, what are you going to just, uh, well, you know, well, they are wearing a hijab. Let me just get adopted. Shut the fuck up. Like, sh- it's just, it's become a, like here. This is why I'm so excited to like, get the fuck out of here as in the South, because I don't know. I mean, like it's home. It is home at the end of the day. And like, I, you know, have my own family that I'm with. And I'm not worried about, you know, these things and these thoughts with my family. But it's just still to like, think about like, I don't want to raise kids. Why the fuck would I want to raise kids somewhere like that? Like, I'm a woman. They're trying to take away our fucking rights. They've already taken rights, women rights away in most states. And luckily, luckily, by the fucking grace of God, our governor didn't. Here we, here we go getting political when I literally said I wasn't going to get political, which I'm not really getting political. Like, I don't think that women rights should be political, bitch. Sorry. I don't think controlling anyone's body should be a fucking, like, a choice. Should she be able to? Uh, yeah, bitch, I should. <laughs> I, I absolutely should. Excuse me? I don't think that, and that's for anything. Like, women are just the ones, you know, going through it all the time. So that's why I'm talking about it. But yeah, it's like, why, if I'm a woman and I'm like, oh shit, like if I don't have rights, like, do you think I'm going to have kids where my daughters or my sons, my children won't have rights? Why? No. Why would I want that? So that's why, I mean, you know, I can pray, I can pray, I can pray. You know, if things get better, things get better. But are they? Mm, I don't know. Because this is really like where the where it all started, it feels like. <laughs> like, 
it's just it's just a lot and that's why i'm just excited because mm. and then when you go like when you meet other people that are from like different places of the world you know where it's more like open and welcoming and stuff they're just like distraught when they either experience it or when they see it or hear about it and i'm like no literally as you should like as you very much should be shocked to the core but unfortunately like this is reality for a lot of people luckily for me i'm a bad bitch you can't kill me <laughs> like i don't care i get stared at so fucking much that i literally just do not give a fuck and i can also i've gotten stared at so long my whole life that i <laughs> i sound like such a narcissist but i'm being so fucking for real like you do <laughs> y'all want to see the fucking class pictures fly in milk okay and i was a little chocolate i was a little chocolate when i was a baby like i feel like now i feel like i've never been called light-skinned until i got an adult and i'm like i'm like i do not agree with that statement i don't think that i'm light-skinned i don't really give a fuck really though because like colorism is just stupid but I just mean that in the sense of like when I was a kid, I was outside playing. So I was like a little, a little darker, I was a little chocolate. And then I had all this hair and then my dad's Puerto Rican, my mom's black. And so, and you know, interracial kids, interracial merit, everything in this predominantly white town, which, you know, we, I'm not staying in a fucking sundown town, you know, thank God, you know, didn't grow up there, but so we didn't really have to worry about that. Like people were really nice and like welcoming and stuff for the most part, but it's still like if walking around here as a kid with my family compared to if I was walking around in another place in the world with my family, it would be different. Like it would be like the amount of stairs and you know, things I'm going to get here is going to be way more significant than anywhere else. And yeah, so not trying to sound like a narcissist, just being completely fucking honest saying that. And I don't know, like I've just gotten the most ignorant comments just all the time growing up. Like the earliest one I can remember is that <laughs> in kindergarten, like this shit starts scrapping the room. Kindergarten. We were, you know, just fucking sitting down on our desk or whatever. And someone, you know, we had the name tags. <laughs> Why do I feel like I sound 97 talking like this? I don't know. I just don't know what the fuck they do in kindergarten now. Okay. I don't know if they're assigned seating and shit like they did back in the day. And when I was in school, they would have like little desks would be like in, you know, like five or six desks would be like this table, this table, whatever. And I had like my name tag and they would like tape it, duct tape that shit hard as fuck. So the kids weren't picking at it on the desk. And, you know, first day of school, you walk in, you know, you find your desk. You're like, oh my God, where am I sitting? Where's my bestie? Where's my new bestie? So it was exciting. So I sat on my table and I remember, I don't even remember like who I can see this little boy, but like, I do not remember who this little boy was or like his name, but he like we were sitting down, you know, class is starting. We were coloring or some shit. And he was like reading my name tag because I guess he was feeling bold. He could read. And he was like, Gonzalez. I was like, yes. And he was like, your last name was Gonzalez. 
I was like, yeah. He was like, so are you Mexican? And let me just tell you, don't ever call a Puerto Rican Mexican. Nothing against Mexicans, obviously. It's just ignorant how people think that, like, the only Latin... And, like, I'm talking about this story all Latin heritage. But for real, like, it's just where I live. Ignorant-ass adults. Ignorant-ass people. You know, they think, okay, well, if you speak Spanish or if you look Hispanic or if your last name is anywhere Spanish-like, then you must be Mexican because that's the only, like, Latin culture, (laughs) ethnicity there is in the world. And... Yeah, it, it's just ignorant. It's just ignorant. And I know we were five, but this is what I was saying. I was still like clocking these bitches because bitch, it's not my fault. Your parents are ignorant. My parents aren't ignorant. They taught me what I needed to know. They taught me how to act. I'm sorry. Yours didn't teach you how to act. So let me go ahead and just remind you really quick. And he was like, oh, so you're Mexican? And I was like, no. I was like, my dad's Puerto Rican. And he goes, what's that? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just a school, bitch. It's just a school my dad went to. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, what is that? What's Puerto Rico? What's Puerto Rican? And I was like, oh, no, he said, what's Puerto Rican? I was like, my dad is Puerto Rican. Puerto Rico is a place. And he was like, oh, so like Mexico. No, Billy, not like Mexico. Only like Mexico Latin. That's the only comparison. Like Mexico is a different place. It is not in America. Puerto Rico is in America. Like, I don't know. I was really just having to school these bitches in kindergarten. But I just remember that. And I had to literally tell him, like, I was like, it's in America. He was like, no, it's not. I was like, yes, it is, bitch. Look at the fucking map in the back of the classroom, bitch. I promise you it'll be up there. Um, but yeah, I remember that happened. And I don't, like, I don't even remember the end of whatever the fuck. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I just taught that kid what fucking Puerto Rico and Puerto Rican is. But also, like, I was the only Puerto Rican kid. Like, I met... <laughs> This, I really, I'm like, damn, it's 2023. I sound like I was fucking born in the fucking 1912. But I remember like the this other Puerto Rican person that I've ever met going to school in my entire life. I met them in sixth or seventh grade. That was it. Like, I, like, I, no, I had never met another person that was like in my class, in my school, I played sports with, that was Puerto Rican, like literally. So yeah, if that paints a picture even more. Um, and I remember I was so shocked. Oh my gosh, this guy, I'm just gonna say it. Look, his name, I ain't gonna say his last name, but Abel, I hope you're doing good out there. Cause his name was Abel. He was a chill guy, really chill. But I remember I met him and he was like, oh, Gonzalez? And I was like, yeah, my dad's Puerto Rican. He was like, oh, Barriqua, I'm Puerto... I was like, what? For real? Are you fucking with me right now? Like, I felt like I was on like a TV show. I was like, where's the cameras? Like, what? He was like, yeah, 
I was like, but he, I don't think he had moved, like, I don't think he had lived, I don't know, I don't think he had grew up, like, where I grew up, because, like, I grew up in the same town, you know, graduated, whatever, and a lot of the people I graduated with, you know, we also grew up, went to preschool, elementary, kindergarten, whatever, together, but I don't think, I think he was from somewhere else, and I was just was so shocked, I was like, oh my god, I was like, wow, like, this is a really crazy experience, I've never in my life met another child in my school that was Puerto Rican that's really fucking lit like kudos to you bitch and then I remember like late like I don't know yeah middle school was really because then I met my other friend yeah I don't know like the older I got the more I started meeting people with like that were coming from different places and they were different races but growing up it was not like that at all and I don't know, like getting stared at or feeling like an outcast or feeling different and stuff in whatever way. It's just not fun. It's no one wants to feel that way. No one wants to feel isolated or like something's wrong with me. You know, I felt like that for a while as a kid where I would just be like, is something wrong with me? Like, what is, is there something? Do I have something in my face? What's happening? But of course, once I got older and I started kind of like hearing the more ignorant comments and everything, I was like, okay, like, it's not me. It's them. They're the problem. But I think that the more you do that, the more you kind of look at it as, hey, at the end of the day, I just want to be a good person. And I don't really care what someone looks like or what they do or whatever. Like, if they're nice, I'm gonna be nice to them. And I'm going to give them a chance. I just think it's really unfair for people to just not be given chances just because of like your five second observation from someone. I think it's just really unfair and fucked up. So, yeah, hopefully I had a whole different topic that I was supposed to talk about today. But then I was like, you know what? I like talking about this, even though like some people are probably gonna be like, what the fuck? But yeah, um. I just hope that this opened anyone's mind more and kind of, you know, if you've never been, I also hold the fuck up. Shout out to, I hope I'm saying this correct, Kalamazoo. I don't know where the fuck that is. Like, I know where it is. I know it's in the United States. I feel like it's like near Chicago or something. I can see who, like, where people are listening to my podcast And Kalamazoo has been it and it has been popping and I don't know who y'all are listening, but like shout out to y'all specifically. I really fuck with y'all and I appreciate you guys for always listening. So like I was saying, I have a lot of views from all around the world and different countries now, which is so exciting. I'm so happy about it. But I hope that this can kind of, you know, open your eyes more to, you know, someone, you know, that has experiences that I have. I think sometimes people think it's cap about the South. Sometimes people over exaggerate. I don't know. I don't, I I just think that it's nice to always hear someone else's perspective and kind of get like an idea of you know why they are the way that they are so yeah you know just story of a afro-latina from north carolina just trying to make it big just trying to trying to do the damn thing struggling through childhood but did the damn thing you know after she was reminded that she was a bad bitch and that nobody could touch her so i hope all of you bad bitches and gentlemen (laughs) 
can also just know your worth and, you know, start manifesting things. Okay. Don't let anyone put you down. Don't let anyone try to act like they have a say on what you can do and what you should believe because you're you just, you know, as long as you're not doing fucked up shit, you know, do what you got to do. So I hope you guys enjoyed this very interesting episode of the sweet nostalgia podcast but me i was gonna say me and my editor like he does not talk on here i don't know why i said that but i will be back um i was gonna say me and my editor are gonna come up with another better schedule so that things can be more consistent because it's not fair for you know you guys the listeners to not be getting things on a timely manner. You know, if you're expecting an episode, it should be up. You know, we should, we, we got to do this. So we're going to get better, but I appreciate you guys. My puppy is knocking his bowl over being very loud. So I'm going to call it a night, but wherever you are in the world, hope you're safe. Hope you're happy and hope you're just living it up. Okay. And I will see you guys next week. <laughs>